Hello, fellow Rebel Capitals. Hope you're well. So huge news. If you haven't heard, SBF arrested in the Bahamas and Binance, the largest crypto exchange. More red flags, guys. We talked about this yesterday. And today they are suspending withdrawals. And not, not completely, but for a certain subsection of the assets that are held at their um at their exchange. So we'll get to that in just a moment. But first, let's get into the CNBC article that is following kind of live updates as to what is happening with SBF and the arrest. So uh, House Financial Services Committee is holding a hearing Tuesday morning. That would be today. On the collapse of the crypto exchange, FTX following the Monday night arrest of the founder. I guess they were pretty serious about him testifying. That, that gal on Twitter made it seem like it was his option. Who is that? Maxine Waters, I think is her name. The Justice Department and Bahamian authorities said SBF, who was previously scheduled to testify before the panel, was arrested based on a sealed indictment in the U.S. that U.S. Attorney's Office for the Southern District of N. <laughs> so maybe New York planned to publicly release Tuesday. I, you know, I don't know how these types of things work, but so I, I know that they don't have to arrest him in order for him to appear at this uh, House Financial Services Committee. So I, I don't know why they chose to arrest him last night. Maybe it was just to make sure that he went. I, I don't know. Let me keep reading here. I mean, this is a story that's just kind of playing out in real time here. Uh, just absolutely fascinating and tragic really at the same time. So John J. Ray, the company's new CEO, which I believe this gentleman used to be at Enron. He's the one that managed the wind down of Enron is now the panel's sole witness. The company imploded after filed chapter 11 bankruptcy last month after reporting transferring billions of dollars to FTX. Okay. We get that. Oh, you know what else I heard last night on Twitter, Josh? I don't know if you heard this, but I guess, uh, I don't know how, but SBF did like a, a Twitter um, hangout or meetup or whatever the heck they call that. And maybe this was like right before he was arrested. And he was basically admitting that the funds, the customer funds from FTX went directly into the bank account of Alameda. And Alameda never transferred the funds to FTX. They said they only did it through their accounting system via a journal entry. So, Josh, you know what a journal entry is? Yeah, I just I just wrote down uh, my funds on my paper. Basically, yeah. So for those of the people watching right now that aren't familiar with a journal entry, I hate them. This was my ultimate pet peeve with the accountants that used to work for me. I would always say that I never, ever, ever want anything in my QuickBooks that didn't actually occur on my bank statement. I don't want you doing any of your, it's like your accounting gimmicks the Fed does to prove that they're not insolvent. Oh, we'll just go ahead and put a, a deferred asset here. Or, oh, well, uh, we'll just put in a, a journal entry here to make everything reconcile, blah, blah, blah. Man, that used to piss me off. You have no idea how mad I used to get at my accountants for doing these journal entries. And I'm sure that there's going to be some accountants in the chat that say, George, you got to do journal entries. I uh, know uh, Sam would be on Twitter just all day, just in these pools and people would ask him questions. And that dude, like Coffeezilla, I think his name is, yeah. he, he 
he got him to like admit fraud, fraud pretty much. And he posted a video about it where he basically talked about just that, where he didn't know where the funds were going and they were, they were transferring money to Alameda back and forth, but he didn't actually know what was going on. They were just kind of writing it down and uh, they lost it, but now he doesn't know where it is. So, I mean, it was just, he just had absolutely no clue. I mean, it was like a few billion dollars. He just had no clue where it was. Yeah. That's because they had no adults in the room that that's the bottom line and why i mean adults i mean people with experience and uh but anyway the journal entry is is something where you're not actually transferring the money from the uh, bank account of alameda to ftx you're exclusively doing it just in your accounting system and i say quickbooks because that's what i always used to use okay so let's go back to this here the securities, the SEC charged the former crypto darling Tuesday morning with allegedly orchestrating a scheme to defraud equity investors in FTX. So now we're getting down to kind of the brass tacks here. What what are they charging him with specifically? Um, which hopefully they'll say here. No, they're not. Let's go back to CNBC because I know that was on their homepage as far as what the charges were. So let's go to this article really quick. So charges conspiracy to defraud the U.S., wire fraud, securities fraud, and money laundering. Probably a better article here. Key talking points. A federal indictment was unsealed alleging widespread fraud by FTX co-founder Sam Bankman-Fried. The document was filed after the fallen crypto exchange operator was arrested in the Bahamas in connection with the charges. So... That's what's going on. We're going to have to follow this story as it evolves throughout the day here. And um, I, I just hate listening to politicians, but maybe just for the sake of this channel and for keeping you guys informed when I eat lunch here in an hour, maybe I'll try to listen to, maybe they're live streaming it on YouTube and I'll try to listen to what they're saying just so I can kind of give you my thoughts later on in the afternoon. But I think what might even be a, a bigger story is what's developing with Binance, who was the, the the number one or is the number one crypto exchange in the world. And remember, FTX was only number two. So whenever you see this, this headline right here, that is not a good sign. In fact, I would be interested to know how many of these crypto exchanges have halted withdrawals and not gone out of business. Binance, and here's we're going uh, reading straight from the article, the title here. Binance temporarily halts withdrawals of stablecoin USDC as investors concern mount after FTX collapse. Binance, the world, and it, Josh, correct me if I'm wrong, but is USDC, is that uh, Tether? Uh, let me check. Or does that have something to do with Tether? Thank you. Binance, the world's largest crypto exchange, said Tuesday it is pausing withdrawal. Okay, got that. Uh, the stablecoin USD, while it carries out a token swap. See, this is where we discussed this yesterday. With these exchanges, they get very complicated and, and opaque. And just, I don't know. For me, it's just a huge red flag. Hey, guys, I want to remind you to check out Rebel Capitalist Pro. This is the incredible online investment forum that I have with investment experts, Lynn Alden and Chris McIntosh. It includes professionals such as 
Patrick Serezna from Macro Voices. He specializes in options. Tony Greer, commodity trading. Jason Hartman, real estate. And Brent Johnson with Macro Economics. If you want to build wealth and thrive in this world of out-of-control central banks and big governments, Rebel Capitalist Pro is the resource you need. So check it out today at georgegammon.com forward slash pro. That's georgegammon.com forward slash pro. We'll see you inside with the fellow rebel capitalists that are taking their investing to the next level. So CZ, CEO of Binance, tweeted on Tuesday that the exchange is seeing an increase in withdrawals of USDC. I can understand why. The move comes as investors' concern grow about Binance's stability. So here, further down the article, they start talking about this temporary pause. So USDC is Coinbase's version of like USDC, which is Tether's. Okay, got it. Thank you. Uh, So, and they start talking about this token swap even further. This involves swapping one cryptocurrency for another without the need for fiat. Okay, so maybe I'm getting this wrong, but is he saying, okay, customer, you have USDC, but I'm going to swap it out for something else that you can actually take possession of. Maybe that that's what they're doing here. So this directly from Binance on Twitter, Binance is conducting a token swap involving USDC. As a result, USDC withdrawals are temporarily paused. USDT and BUSD withdrawals are available and unaffected. USDC withdrawals are re- will reopen once the token swap is complete. Huh, okay. I, I'm not claiming to understand exactly what's going on behind the scenes. The only thing I am saying is this would make me extremely nervous if I had funds held on their platform. And then CZ chimes in on Twitter, says, on USDC, we have seen an increase in withdrawals. However, the channel... To swap from PAX BUSD to USDC requires going through a bank in New York. In USD, the banks are not open for another few hours. We expect the situation will be restored. Oh, okay. I mean, I I, I guess if we're going to play devil's advocate here, we could say maybe this is a bigger withdrawal than he's ever seen before. And he can't just, and that's why he needs to go to the bank. Maybe withdrawals to a lesser degree he would not have had to go into the bank i'm just obviously this isn't the first time that people have tried to withdraw usdc so why is this the first time that they're having this problem with a bank not being open it seems like a lot of people in the chat are saying this is a nothing burger and it's happened quite a few times in the past where they have to where they have to suspend withdrawals i'm not sure if it was suspending withdrawals but a lot of people are saying that that stopped that they did this three months ago or um yeah but that's like saying that the 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 swap line with the swiss national bank is a nothing burger yeah because they did it three months ago (laughs) uh yeah you see what i'm saying right but that that's that's where there's smoke there's usually fire um now if you're saying that this is just common practice for them and they've been doing it for the last three years and um all of the customers realize this, that there's a little bit of liquidity risk there. Okay. But the fact that they just started doing it 
that this isn't the first time they've done it. Um, again, I don't know if that would lead me to the conclusion that this is a nothing burger. But again, I, I could be way off base here because I want to, I'm, I don't understand this like I understand the banking system or like I understand repo or like I understand the, the global monetary system or other things in macro. I'll be the first person to admit that. But I do have a pre, pretty good degree of common sense. So here where they talk about investors being jittery, the collapse of FTX. SBF just talked about that. Binance has been in the spotlight since its decision to sell its stake in FTX's self-issued FTT coin. Another thing that would make that makes me a little leery is Binance setting up a fund to go ahead and bail out all of a lot of these companies that are going bust. Pretty much the exact same thing that SBF did three months ago, and we know now that SBF did that not as a prudent investment strategy but because he knew that if he let those businesses go bust, then that would blow a hole in his balance sheet. And he was just trying to protect, uh, he was just trying to kick the can down the road. Investors are keeping tabs on a Reuters report that U.S. Department of Justice prosecutor are delaying the conclusion of criminal investigation to Binance. Again, another thing that we want to assume innocence until proven guilty, but I don't know, man. If I had a lot of money... I just, there's no way it would be on exchange. No way. Reuters citing four people familiar with the matter reported the investigation focused on Binance compliance with anti-money money laundering laws. Binance responded saying Reuters has it wrong. We don't have any insight into the inner workings of the U.S. Justice Department, nor would it be appropriate for us to comment if we did, the company said via tweet. There you go. Guys, that's what's happening in the world of crypto. People say in the they repeat that Warren Buffett quote all the time where when the tide goes out, you see who is swimming naked. And I think that is absolutely true. But I don't think the tide has gone all the way out with the, the crypto market. I think there's still some people out there that, that could be swimming naked that are just trying to scramble around in the in the tide, hoping that they find some swimming trunks. <laughs> All right. Enjoy the rest of your afternoon. Always remember to stand up for freedom, liberty, free market capitalism. See you in the next video.